You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, this is Jay Harwoods with special editions of Amazing Conversations. My special guest today is uh, Ian Kinsler, the, the manager for Team Israel and WBC. You might ask, why am I interviewing the manager of Team Israel? Well, I'm going to be lucky enough to be the PR guy for Team Israel. I'm looking forward to it, Ian. Welcome to the broadcast, and uh, I appreciate your time. Can I start with one stat question? You have a great 14-year career, uh, WBC champion, World Series champion, all-star games, 30-30 club. You ended your career with 1,999 hits. When you retired, did you realize you were one hit away from 2,000? Oh, yeah, I realized that. <laughs> Do you ever think you're going back in the pitch in some place? No, I mean, if it was – if I was going for 3,000, I probably would have kept playing and trying to get that one. But, um, <clears throat> you know, 2,000 is a cool milestone. But at the end of the day, that was the number of hits that I ended up with. It just happened to be one shy um, of a milestone. And, you know, I, I got all the hits I could get. I mean, I think there's probably a couple in there that – you know, if, if replay was part of my my whole career, I probably would have had a couple more. But, um, you know, it, it, it's fine with me where I'm at. And your last hit was a home run, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah, my last hit was a home run as a as a pitcher. Right, I was a pitcher on the scorecard. That, that, that's another way to end your career. You know, let me just—I <laughs> know you, you you played for uh, Team Israel in the Olympics in 2017. You had a home run against in a home run to double. How big of a thrill was that for you to represent Israel in the Olympics? Uh, representing Israel in the Olympics was it was a journey um, in itself. You know, going going back to Israel or not back, but going for the first time and gaining my citizenship was a crazy journey. It was during uh, the beginning of COVID, and me and my wife went, and it was our first time there, and just learning the history and learning a lot about. Um, that country and the people of that country and the history and, you know, obviously my heritage from my father's side. Um, it was an incredible journey. And then obviously the baseball side of it going, you know, going to Japan to play in the Olympics uh, is something special. Baseball is not always in the Olympics. So to be able to participate in the Olympics as a baseball player was, was, was something special. And then, you know, just just basically it was it was the COVID Olympics. We all had masks on. There were no fans in the stands, um, you know, so it was a it was a historic event and it was it was a lot of fun to be a part of. And, you know, we were close to winning uh, more games than we did. We only won one game against Mexico. We eliminated them, but uh, we almost beat the Dominican. They walked us off and then we almost beat Korea in our first game. And and um you know, they, they walked us off as well. Israel had another big win in, in the, it's 2017, beating South Korea, right, in, in two to one, 10 innings. Uh, I think there was another, it was rated one of the top five wins in WBC history, that win. Yeah, yeah, how, how did you, uh, I know your great, great parents came from Germany. Did that impact you at all, wanted to go on this journey, what their background was. They wanted to escape anti-Semitism in Germany before the war. Did that play a part in how you progressed with your career? I mean, with, with the Israeli citizenship? Uh, no, it really didn't, honestly. Um, 
it was the thing that started it all was the opportunity to play baseball in the Olympics. You know, that's what, that's what piqued my interest was getting a call from Peter Kurtz, who's the general manager of, of, you know, the Israeli baseball association and, um, being retired, I was, I then became an amateur. So I was available to play in the Olympics and, and he knew that and he called me and asked me if I wanted to play. So that's how it all started. Um, if that never happened, I probably never would have went back to Israel, uh, in my life or would have explored, you know, further down those routes. Um, so it was a blessing to, to have that opportunity. And, and I learned a lot. I'm, I'm actually having breakfast with Peter tomorrow with you at the TikTok tire in Clifton, New Jersey. He's got relatives oh. in Jersey and he, he, I'm going to get together with him and, you know, you know, ha, you know, have some fun. But as a manager, you've never managed before, right? Or anything. I mean, you retired 2019. Are you still with the Padres before I, in an advisory role with the Padres? Yeah, I still work for the general manager. I'm a special assistant. I've actually, I've actually managed one game in my life. I managed, I've actually managed a big league baseball game. Did you win? Uh, nope, lost. I'm on one. Brad, Brad Ostomus, when I was playing for the Detroit Tigers, was my manager. And in 2016, no, 2017, I believe, the last game of the season, he asked me if I wanted to be a player manager for the game. Uh, so I did that. He, he took the lineup or I took the lineup card out. He asked the umpires and, and, uh, the opposing manager if they were okay with it. And so, yeah, I actually, I I'm actually on record managing one baseball game. So the team reports, uh, in, in, in March, two practices, two games, not a lot, a lot of time to prepare. I mean, what do you feel like going in? I mean, how do you mold the team in a really short period of time? Right. Yeah, I don't think it's, you know, everybody's going to be in spring training and, and playing baseball every day. They're going to be in great shape. So as far as us getting together, you know, it's going to be a couple days of, of workouts, a couple exhibition games to get to know each other and get, get ready to play a game. I think that's, you know, every team goes through the same thing in this type of tournament. Um, you know, it's a, bunch, it's a bunch of you know major league baseball players and minor league baseball players who are going to be in the middle of spring training getting ready to play in this tournament. So, um it's not going to be that difficult. And, and, you know, in my, my knowledge of the situation for team Israel was last WBC, they just seemed to come together really quickly. And uh, it was the same experience for me in the Olympics. It's just something that, <clears throat> that everybody has in common in that clubhouse and can relate to, you know, whether it's a grandparent or a parent who was Jewish or their connection to, to the state of Israel. So uh, it's it, it seems to be a lot easier for for us. I I really know one of our players, Ty Kelly, is a good friend. Time with the Mets, and he he talked about recruitment. Do you? He I spoke to him a little while ago. He said when he would travel around and he saw a player, if he had a Jewish name, he said, "By the way, you Jewish?" To try and get a feel. Did you did you have to do any stuff like that, or I mean, how, how much were you involved in recruitment of the uh, of the team? Uh, pretty heavily involved. You know, I think it was, it's pretty constant when you're trying to find another player, whether they've married a Jewish lady or they don't even know that, that there's Jewish, Jewish lineage or, or heritage on their side. And, you know, trying to track those guys down and figure out if that's the case is, is, uh, you know, what I try to help with. I think Peter and, and Jordy Alter, Peter Kurtz and Jordy are, are pretty much in charge of that. Peter does most of the leg work, but we have people that, are constantly looking for players. So we're trying to field our best team and, and be as competitive as possible. 
It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. The bracket is not an easy bracket, right? Puerto, Puerto Rico, Nicaragua, Venezuela, and Dominican Republic. How do, how, you know, I'm sure you read the papers. You, you, a lot of teams are stacked with different that. How do you, what's your mindset going in, you know, you know, to this tour? There was a lot of good players, a lot of good teams. Yeah, I mean, we're going in to win. We're going in to have fun. We're going to, we're going in to uh, play the game a certain way, you know. The last WBC team, Israel, set a precedent with the way that they play baseball, with the high energy, um, exciting type of uh, play, and I think that's something that we want to we want to continue to do. Um, obviously, we're in a tough pool, but there's no reason why we can't win. You know, it's not necessarily the best team that wins; it's the team that is the best on that day. So, um, you know, we're 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 going to go in probably as underdogs, but we're gonna expect ourselves to, to play well and win. You, How did you pick your coaches? I know Brad Ausmus is a coach, and all your teammates are Red Sox. Kevin Euclid is uh, you're the batting coach? Yes. Kevin Euclid is going to be the hitting coach, yeah. But you, 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 I, unless I read, well, you used to have some by-play when you were on the bases that you would wish you a happy Passover or something like that. You wish him a happy Passover. Yeah, he'd throw, he'd throw something at me when I got the first base. When I, whenever he was playing first and he wasn't DHing, he would throw some something like that at me. <laughs> do you, do you guys meet with the coaching staff during the winter, or or is it hard to do it till you get meet in person? You know. No, we're getting ready to meet. We have to turn in our final rosters by February seventh, I believe, is the is the deadline. So we need to discuss that, and and you know we have a fifty man roster that we got to cut down to a certain number, and trying to figure out who's going to pitch when, and all those types of things. So that yeah, you definitely talk about it, but. Um, at the end of the day, it's a you know it's a two week tournament, so it's it's going to be you know fast and and hectic and basically it's up to the players to play well. You know, there's only so much that the coaching staff can do, but yeah, we are going to try to put together our best roster. I mean, the games are back. There's really no off days, right? I mean, I in, in, in the opening series Miami, it's boom, 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 like four games in a row, whenever. I, I believe there's one day we don't play. I don't know if that's true, but I think I think that might be true, or it might be just one hour. Another, I think we played four games in a row, maybe. You went to Israel. I know one time you went there, you, you carried a torch in the Maccabean games. I mean, how big of a throw is that for you? That was a great throw. My whole family was there. So my, my parents were there, my father, my mother, and then my children were almost were also there uh, with my wife. So it was, it was a great experience for our family uh, to be a part of that and to experience that. Um, it, was, it was a treat. I mean, it was a whole venue packed full of people uh from all over the world it was you know it's, a, it's an olympic type setting and it was definitely a privilege to be a part of that how long were you in israel for then i mean i think we went for 10 days i mean how high in the total pole is, is the baseball right now in israel it's working to get bigger you know i think the appearance in the olympics helped a lot um bring some notoriety a little bit to the sport and they just finished building a, a baseball field in Beth Shemesh, which is, you know, an all-turf baseball field. I think they have lights. 
um, which is incredible. Before that, they were renting a field from the Baptist Village, uh, was the only baseball field, I think, in, in Israel, like a legit baseball diamond. Um, so they were, they were able to build their own field, which is huge for the youth there. So that's kind of where it's at right now is it's, it, you know, it's still developing, but there are some, there are some good young players that are, that are playing in Israel right now. Yeah, look back at your career. I mean, you just had a great career with the All-Star Games, the Gold Gloves, the 60 Games, the 30-30 Club. Do you, do you, does it help you want to play get to, that you had that kind of a career being a manager? Does that help you think that the, the players know you're speaking, you know, they know, you know what it takes to succeed? Uh, I hope so. I hope it helps. You know, I think it, I think this, this tournament honestly is more about having fun and, and showing energy and playing hard for a short period of time and trying to upset some people. You know, I don't think, you know, this isn't 162 games managing, um, you know, 40 different players guys getting moved up and down, trying to send guys down call guys up, trying to organize your pitching staff, figuring out when guys need days off, like all of those things that go into a full season. Um, this tournament doesn't have that. So, it's, you know, for me, it's just more about the experience, more about having fun and and trying to upset some people, really. that That's that's really the goal. Looking ahead, Ian, would you like to do this eventually? Uh, I mean, you know, to get back at the field of manager or coach in MLB? Yeah, I think so. I think that's something that, you know, in the future would be interesting. Right now, my son's 11, so I want to see him grow up. I want to help him. Uh, develop as a as a baseball player. My daughter's 14 and she's terrific uh, track athlete. So I want to be involved watching her run. And once they're done with high school, then possibly that's that's something that uh, if I'm still you know still around and in touch with with the game and still understand what's going on um, in the dugout, it, that, I think that could be a possibility. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I don't know if you know, you have something in common with Robin Ventura one of my favorite Mets. Do you know what it is by chance? I didn't get beat up by Nolan Ryan. I know no, that. no, that's true. But <laughs> he used to imitate Mike Piazza batting. And we had a oh, big yeah. regular in Yankee Stadium once. And he slid in the tarp in midfield and got a whole team out there. I read once where you did that in Shea Stadium. I don't remember that. I guess my memory was going bad. But you guys doing a rain delay, you slid in the tarp or did some stuff, stuff like that. Oh yeah, that was one of the best days ever. We had we had everybody out on the turf. It was me and Mike Young and um, Milton Bradley and Marlon Bird and Josh Hamilton. We all took off. It was rain delay and and, and he kicked uh, you off the field. They said they tried to kick us off the field. They tried to so they had security in the dugout and we came running out there and they tried to stop us from even getting on the field. We just ran right by them. Wow, why uh, not? Right and dive it on the field and then. They had, you know, we had Shea Stadium doing a "Let's Go Rangers" chant. Really, during a rain delay, so that was that was pretty cool. I know you're good friends with a really good friend of mine who visits John Blake. Uh, you guys were inducted into the Rangers Hall of Fame. Speaking as a PR guy for 38 years, I'm really thrilled that PR guys get recognized. A lot of times in our business, 
were behind the scenes. John's one of the pillars of my profession. I'm proud to consider him a friend for 40 years, old SIDs together. And and well, how big a thrill was that for you getting inducted into the uh, – Yeah, that was a huge thrill, huge honor to be inducted with, with John Blake, honestly. And I, I know PR guys are – you know, I, I agree with you that they should be um, – they should be celebrated in their careers and what they've done. But a lot of PR guys, they don't, they like to be behind the scenes. They don't like to be in front of everybody speaking. And, and, you know, John did an incredible job with his speech. He did an incredible job at the, at uh, the luncheon that we had the day before. He's, he's a hilarious guy, as you know. Yeah. Um, so it was, that would it be was tough. He usually runs the stuff. And he used to tell me, I, I don't know what to do. People are not let me do anything. They have it all planned now. They got to sit there and, uh, <laughs> And, and be involved with that stuff, you know. Yeah, he had no. He had, he was nervous about the whole thing because he had nothing to do with it. Is there one game for you in your Kentucky career that stands out in the six-hit game, or you know the you know, you know great numbers, two hundred fifty-seven home home runs, uh, almost a thousand RBIs? Is there any one thing that stands out in your mind looking back at your career? Man, it you know it's a team sport, so I constantly think about winning the World Series with the Red Sox. Um, I, I think about our teams in Texas we got that, that got really close to winning the World Series and the games that we played there and, you know, moving the franchise to a new level. Because before then, uh, the Rangers had never won a playoff series. They've been to the playoffs, but never won a series. So to be a part of that and to move the organization to a new a new level was was something I'll never I'll never forget. I think that that six hit game was, was pretty special. I think personally that was pretty special. It was, you know, it was like the ultimate heat check. It did. I could just swing at any, I could probably swing with my eyes closed and get a hit that night. It was, it was incredible. Well, listen, I appreciate the time and I'm going to, I look forward to working with you. Anything you need, not like getting a couple upsets and uh, man, who knows, you know what, you know, never can tell what can happen. That's right. We're going to go for it. That's for sure.